Guess who's back? <laughs> the vibes are back. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? I used to love Eminem. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I'm just mesmerized by the dance you just did. It's oh, amazing. Know. If only podcast was live, <laughs> live video instead of audio. Welcome back for our bonus episode. This is our New Year's episode slash. 10-year reunion <laughs> episode, right? Yeah, 10 years. It's been 10 years since we left our church, our old church. Um, yeah, 10 years exactly. So it felt pertinent to do kind of a follow-up episode and kind of celebrate and highlight it being 10 years. Crazy. A decade. Wild. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just just still stuck on you saying how much you love Eminem. I did. Which I, I knew that. It's just <laughs> right. It's like just it's very unassuming. <laughs> uh, yes. So, anyways, ten years. <laughs> yeah. It seems like yesterday, and never ago at the same time. Yeah, like a lifetime ago. <laughs> Crazy. So where were we 10 years ago? We had just gotten back from an incredible Christmas time in Minnesota. And we know we've talked about the timing of this and what was going on in our previous episodes and the timeline of our story. But um, yeah, we were in Minnesota. First time we had really ever gotten away, away, um, you know, from from the church for an extended period of time. Cause then we went to Denver to visit your family yeah. after Minnesota. So we were gone for a couple weeks. Yeah. Two weeks probably. And, um, like getting calls had... the whole time I was, were just, you? yeah, but our rent was late. Oh not, not yeah. Yeah. Long. That's right. Our pastor was on a cruise. Or yeah. Some, some... It was more like I was getting bill collectors calling me, but you know, oh, gosh. it's all good. Merry Christmas. It's all good. <laughs> It's a wonderful life. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've talked about how significant that was to like really get away. And um, I think that was so helpful in clearing our minds and um, just being physically being in a different location for an extended period of time and being around people that loved us and cared for us. And um, yeah, that was kind of the shift of, you know, where... I guess that just brought us to the decision to like, really, okay, like we need to leave. And so we had gotten back from Minnesota and Denver and that's when we had talked with our closest friends and they had told us they were leaving. Um, and I guess that brings us to like, that's where the first episode started, right? Yeah. With our friends saying they were leaving and I guess, I guess it wasn't really, we knew some things needed to shift, but it wasn't like a thought in our mind over Christmas, like we're leaving the church. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was, it definitely felt like there was a shift, like something was happening because there was so much evidence of our pastor, like losing power over everybody. And like we had mentioned before, there was a very, um, important couple at the church family that had been there for, you know, 20 plus years that had decided to leave. And that was kind of earth shattering. And so it it felt like things were obviously stirring and he was losing his power, so to speak. Um, but we, yeah, it wasn't like we knew we were going to be leaving coming back from Christmas, but our friends telling us they were leaving, um, was devastating obviously. And that was kind of where our first episode started when Ben found me lifeless on the couch, so to speak. Um, but and that brings us to today, 10 years later. <laughs> yeah, 10 years where later. Where New Year's, we didn't have to stay up and make gumbo all night. Was it you gumbo know? or chicken and dumplings? It was we gumbo, did, Carly. We did chicken, New Year's, chicken and New dumplings. Year's, New Year's. When was chicken gumbo. and dumplings then? Christmas? No, no, just whenever. Chicken and dumplings was whenever. But gumbo was New Year's, always. Always and forever, gumbo on New Year's. I need to confirm when chicken and dumplings was. I don't think that that was a particular day that it mattered. I felt like we did that annually, though. 
Yeah, I don't know. Gumbo is New Year's, though. Okay. I didn't have to make that this year. For, for 10 years, I haven't for had to make gumbo. For 10 years, I haven't had to make so. gumbo. <laughs> um, that's cool. Although I miss gumbo. Not the surrounding, but... <laughs> I mean, from how we were, it was always the best, you know? It had real crab and jumbo shrimp and... As opposed to what? I mean, I don't know. It was gumbo with, like, the highest quality meats in it. Right, that no one could afford. <laughs> right. But yet we... Yeah, that's true. That was, like, classic, classic, like, church pastor that we were with. Like, yeah. can't afford anything. And the things that, like, mattered to do well, like totally sucked <laughs> and then the things that didn't matter we had alaskan king crab perfect yeah, with really dark roofs so that's all good <laughs> um, it didn't have to do that yeah but it's, it's crazy how 10 years again can seem like it was so long ago and seem like it's yesterday and i'm sure everybody who's been through something good or bad in your life you can look back and think wow that left a lot of marks on me even though it was 10 years ago you know, we've been out out of there longer than we were in there now. Yeah, which is, that's really weird to think. And uh, to think that still there's, you know, certain parts of your life that are forever marked because of it. And whether good or bad, you know, you always hope that as we continue to grow and move and work through life that it continues to make you a better person. Yeah. You know? Well, and it's, it's, it's been the theme, obviously, since we've started a new decade for people to post, you know, how much has changed in 10 years for them. Um, I'm posting pictures, you know, 10 years ago and, and, and today, um, yeah. and everything that's fat face pictures from 10 years ago. Baby. <laughs> well, you know, people <laughs> posting like, you know, that they'd gotten married and have had three kids in the past 10 years, you know, things like that. Um, and I think it just, just obviously caused us to reflect on what these past 10 years have been like and we've obviously shared so much of what that has been for us and what it's meant and but yeah just wanted to connect again on the fact that it's been 10 years um and that feels pretty significant it being the start of a new decade and having been 10 years since we've left um but also just wanted to kind of recap on what the past year has looked like for us and really the past probably seven or eight months since we've recorded, right? Yeah. It, it's been seven, eight, yeah. yeah. About May. Cause it feels like a lot has, ha- like a lot of life has happened in the past year, the past six, seven months. But did you have any, I know we're not like huge resolution people, <laughs> New Year's resolution people. But did you have anything? I feel anything? like I have a New Year's resolution every time I wake up. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> Sounds very eager. I always have resolutions, yeah. Sorry, what? No. But I guess not, you're not like, it's not something that you... you no, know, like record. Yeah, or like write out, or now. which I don't think is necessarily good or bad. It just depends on the person. But did you feel like you had anything this going into this this past year, um, 2019, having started a new job, um, that you like wanted to be your focus? I feel like every year the focus is between us and in yeah. my life in general is how can I be more present where yeah. I am? How to be less stressed. <laughs> yeah, and, and just be more present where I am, especially having children and a five-year-old and two-year-old and then another on the way and a wife and um being in a I mean every job is stressful but especially in a in a short amount of time for football not a short amount of time but from summer until Christmas it's there's just a lot of hours and time that goes into it I think that the, the continual emphasis is how can you be more present when you have that time and not allow the stress and worry and distraction suck the life out of you so you can't give your best to what's when your best is really needed. Mm -hmm. And that's not just for your family, but for me, I believe as a coach, your best is really needed sometimes outside the lines of a football practice when your players need you or, you know, someone has an impromptu conversation when you want to do a million other things, but it's like, okay, shut up and just have this conversation because that's what's important right now. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's a resolution for me every year. Yeah. 
I try. And you and, I, you, and I think you gradually every year. year I get a little bit better. Absolutely. You want you want it to be a quick fix where it's like, oh, all of a sudden I'm learned how to do this. Perfectly. I am. Where, be where your feet are. Isn't that what the saying is? Be where your feet are. And I and I agree with that completely. But it's just not an easy concept to grasp. Not something that's easy. No. To do, but I I feel like that's my resolution every year to do yeah. that. Yeah. When a lot has changed this year, we yeah we're expecting another baby, a third child. Um, well, I'm expecting Ben is. Continue. I'm still expecting he's, a baby. He's, yeah, he's, I am. He's continuing to enjoy his life as, as it has been, <laughs> where I am um, doing all the hard work. <laughs> no, but um, and we moved into a new house, which has been a big transition as well. Um, so both of those things have changed since we last recorded, um, which are two pretty significant. Like life changes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bun in the oven is a huge life change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But we're excited. We we have wanted three children, and um, I think people that know me know that I don't love being pregnant. <laughs> the I'm, opposite of love. She yes. hates it. She loathes it. Well, I think it's, it's the worst. I, I try to really be careful in saying that because I know that there are so many people that like really struggle with infertility and would like give anything in the world to be pregnant. So I'm, I'm careful about saying that because I never want to take for granted the fact that I can have children, um, and that we've been blessed with children. So, um, but at the same time, it is pregnancy is just difficult for me. I don't have easy pregnancies, I, so it makes it um, completely unenjoyable, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Um, <clears throat> so, but she does it with grace. Do I? <laughs> the outside world, she does it with grace. I come home. If you were to see her, story. if you were to see her at the, the supermarket. Toting two kids with the belly. Supermarket. Just. <laughs> you'd say, Perfection. Wow. <laughs> wow. She carries pregnancy well. <laughs> I come home, I'm a raging bee. <laughs> oh, come on. It's... Only 50% of the time. Truly, <laughs> <laughs> really my first trimester that's. It's just hard, dude. You're growing a baby inside you. I no, I, I appreciate it's the like... sympathy. It's, it's absolutely accurate. That's, <laughs> it's true. It's, it's very, it is, it's very hard. Um, and I, one of my <laughs> say side effects is I just am extremely irritable first trimester. So irritable. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize for that. We've made it through. That we are in our third trimester. Yeah, luckily, that's only the first trimester. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just kidding. No, the, for for sure the first trimester. That's a total side effect. I don't yeah. know. Of yeah. being pregnant. Yeah. It's like a oh yep she's for sure pregnant. She's. Yeah. Well, you got to think it like a new life is sucking the life out of you. Well, it's, it's literally typically... sucking the life out of you in a great way. It's amazing. It's the most unbelievable miracle in the entire world. But you're growing a human being. Well, it's typically like things that I am already easily irritated about to begin with. And then everything is just completely exacerbated (laughs) by being pregnant. So it's not like it's even out of the ordinary or even out of the blue, really. It's, It's really things that tend to be pet peeves already. And then... They're just like next level. <laughs> just can't handle it. There's not. <laughs> yeah, I have very, very little patience <laughs> for everyone in my household. <laughs> so very little F's to give, if anybody knows. Yes, very few, <laughs> zero F's to give. <clears throat> but, anyways, I was going to kind of share what. Um, did you want to ask me what? My oh yeah. <laughs> so as we came into 2019, <laughs> what were your resolutions? <laughs> Um, well, I think same. I'm not necessarily like a resolution person. I think, I think for a couple reasons, I don't like setting myself up for failure. (laughs) So I, I think some people can look at that differently. Some people are like, well, if you say your resolutions out loud, then you're more likely to be held accountable or, you know, that sort of thing. Um, which I don't necessarily like agree with 
for myself. Um, where, and then the other side is how I feel of, if, if I set a goal, then if I don't achieve it, then like, that's just more disappointing. So, um, I think, yeah, I think same sort of things. I think every year it's just kind of like, okay, I'm going to just try to be a better person, try to be a better wife, um, try to be a better mom. You know, these past five years have been that sort of resolution, but I think, uh, like a lot of people, it's, you know, very like trendy to choose a word for your year or, um, I want to say like vision statement because that's so annoying, but, um, and I'm not, I'm not like one for like the word thing because it feels like so Instagram ish, but, um, I really felt like I was kind of in it, it, to not sound like overly spiritual, obviously, because also super annoying, (laughs) but, um, really felt like it was just kind of on my heart to have the, my word for the year be like courageous. And I think that is obviously a very common word, you know, being brave is like the theme of the past several years, um, you know, in society and all of those sorts of things. So it didn't feel like super original to have the word courageous be like what I wanted to kind of attain, obtain this year. But I think how I wanted to be courageous was like in the form of like mental strength. Um, I wanted to like be courageous in doing hard things, um, in a different way than, than what we'd actually look at courageous, um, you know, regularly. So like being courageous for me meant, um, like really pushing myself to do the hard things. So putting my phone down, really being courageous to like choose kindness with my children and like with you, um, when it was not particularly easy to, you know, choose to be courageous. Um, and really like push myself in areas where I was really fearful or intimidated. Um, and if, you know, if, if I'm not comfortable with something and, or if, if I don't feel like I'm going to be good at it right away, then I, I really stay away from those things. Um, because it's extremely uncomfortable and it's fearful. And I think what I've really learned this past year, which is again, no, like it's not a new revelation. Like everybody knows this, but how you can still be so, you can still experience so much fear in being courageous, but it's, it's like trying to triumph over that fear. Um, and you still are fearful, fearful while doing things that you're trying to be better at, but it's the act of like doing them. Whereas typically fear would keep me from doing something. So I think like a really big thing this year was me joining CrossFit, having never done it before, um, not knowing a single soul, um, and starting something like that, that was extremely intimidating. Um, just cause I think by nature that can be very intimidating <laughs> CrossFit in general, very intimidating. And yeah, you got to post about it all the time. So it's like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, not what's the wad of the day. <laughs> Was my time for the AMRAP. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> embarrassing. Um, but that's been so huge for me in pushing myself like mentally um, in that way. And I'm a competitive person, but I've become competitive in different ways as I've gotten older. Um, and I'm not competitive when it comes to like things that I have a possibility of not being as good at that are, you know, not very good at naturally or, so, or not knowing how I'm going to be. So with CrossFit, like I had no idea what, how it was going to be for me, if it was going to be something that I enjoyed or it came easy for me or whatever. So, uh, but it's been like the greatest thing for me this past year in terms of like having a team aspect again, which I haven't had since college athletics in high school, in high school, um, And so that piece has been so great. And it's been really, really awesome to see me push myself mentally further than I thought that I could. Um, 
And I think you learn that when you become a parent, how mentally strong you are because (laughs) you kind of don't have a choice. But so this was just kind of like a next level for me. Um, And so I think that was a huge area for me. And another big area was just a job change for you. And I think anybody that knows me knows how much I hate change. (laughs) Um, And again, it comes, it comes down to me being fearful of the unknown and um, what to expect. I like to know what to expect ahead of time. And I'm great at planning ahead in, in that sense. So change, I don't do well with, I don't like change at all. Um, unless it involves like rearranging my house <laughs> and, or getting new clothes. <laughs> um, I don't mind that sort of change. I actually love that type of like rearranging, um, change, but, 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 you know, having like a huge job change for Ben, you know, you've had the same job for nine years. I mean, since we left the church, you know, so it was huge for Ben to get a new job last January. It's been exactly a year. Um, but I felt like I really wanted to try to embrace the change like in a positive way. And that wouldn't normally be my, uh, I guess motivation. (laughs) Um, but I feel like it was a really great, when I look back on 2019, it, it, I really have like positive feelings about it. And I feel like typically I look back on each year and I, I'm more focused on like the really tough aspects of all of them. Um, and I feel like for this year, for the first time in a long time, I've really grown in that sense of just being more positive, um, which is really huge for me. So I basically all that to say is I'm really proud of myself <laughs> for um, really working hard on what I wanted to achieve this year and doing hard things. And oh, I think another thing was um, becoming a leader at my mom's group, um, a table leader, Again, something that was intimidating for me that I would prefer maybe to stay in the background a little bit, um, <clears throat> but felt like it was a good move and something that would push me. Um, and so again, like that's been such a huge blessing for me this year. Um, so all that to say, I, again, proud of myself for... Um, doing well in those aspects obviously have not been perfect at choosing kindness towards my children and you know trying not to yell (laughs) like looking back I was like oh yeah I forgot that I was trying not to do that thing um but but I think that it I'm I am thankful that I can look back on the year and feel like it was a really positive year amidst all of the change where, and that's typically not how I feel about things. Yeah. We're all very proud of her. <laughs> I mean, honestly, let's, let's be real. <laughs> Carly's me? me and the boys, <coughs> boy, they talk about it all the time. <laughs> no, but I mean, Carly's not naturally a morning person. Um, and I'm not naturally a late night person. No, either. just like I'm, don't, love getting up early. Yeah. You know, where I don't necessarily love it, but I feel like I've learned to love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy getting up early and, but yeah, she, she's has been doing CrossFit at five thirty in the morning, getting up at four forty five, even while pregnant. I mean, that's a big deal. That's, and I've really enjoyed, <laughs> it's a huge deal. Not as much later in my pregnancy. Have I enjoyed getting up early, <laughs> but it is so nice to like come home have already have had already worked out the sun just kind of coming up and it's made me less annoyed at my children for being up so early like if i'm already up before them i'm significantly less annoyed <laughs> plus just in the morning. It, it allows her like an hour at walmart by herself oh my gosh. with like nobody in there we have not even talked about <laughs> how that's been life-changing <laughs> i will get to that but Yes. When are you going to get to that? I don't know. I, whenever you're finished with your thought. No, that's that's my oh, thought. I okay. was just saying that's it's a big deal. Yeah. To and be getting up that early and like being consistent with it and not like being very consistent. Yeah. And not just saying, uh, I'm not going to do it. I mean, 
as pregnancy's gotten later, you've had to be smarter about it. But, um, yeah. you know, it was like for a while there, it was like the days you said you're going to do it, you did it. Yeah. I did. And that's, <laughs> that feels like a, yeah, it feels like a big deal for me because I, I can tend to make excuses um, as competitive and as like mentally strong as I feel that I am at times, I, I, I definitely can make excuses and talk myself out of something like getting up at 4.40 a.m. Yeah. to work out. But how about Walmart? <laughs> so Walmart, I mean, maybe this is what has kept me <laughs> going at 4.40 a.m. So Walmart opens at 6 a.m. So I'm done with my workout, which is like 400 yards from the closest Walmart. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I'm done by, you know, a little before 6.30. And... It has been so enjoyable, and I, I honestly can't even believe I'm saying this, but I'm saying this because I think Walmart gets a really bad rap. Obviously, Target's better, but there are just some prices you cannot beat at Walmart. <laughs> and maybe it's just the fact that like I can walk into a store like leisurely, and, and this would be obviously the mornings that you don't have to get to school early and teach. Those are the worst when you like text me, you're like, I have an early class. I'm like, shoot, <laughs> like racing to get out of Walmart. Um, cause I probably would go once a week. Yeah. Sometimes twice. Yeah. <laughs> and more just for the experience, but Walmart. For the experience. <laughs> I meant it more like the experience of just being able to walk into a store by myself with no kids, literally like hardly any other people in the store. But what makes it so great is the fact that I get there like 20 minutes after they open and there's nobody there. I mean, why does Walmart suck so much? Because it's always busy. The checkout people are the worst. (laughs) I mean, literally... How do they find the worst checkout people? I don't understand. It's I don't understand. I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> um, and third, it's always a mess. So that's why I don't ever go there. But I'm telling you, it's 6:20 in the morning. <laughs> There's nobody there. The place is cleaned up because they've been like stocking all night. And there's only like one or two cashiers. So you're not ever really standing in a line because no one's really in the store that early. So it's just, it's such an enjoyable experience. It really, really is. So I really have enjoyed, um, going there. I've got some incredible finds. (laughs) I've had some incredible finds this past year at Walmart. (laughs) So I know some people wanted Carly to start the Trader Joe's Instagram. She's going to start a Walmart one now. Well, that already exists though. That's the thing. They both already exist. So I'll just let people stay in their lane and do their thing and I'll just quietly enjoy the things that I enjoy. But I'm not ashamed to say that I do freaking love Walmart (laughs) at 6.30 in the morning. Um, And I can't tell you the last time I've been like any later in the day. Like I kind of like will refuse to go because... It's so great that early that I'm like, I can't ruin this experience and go later when there's like people around. But um, anyways, yes, Walmart has been a great resolution of 2019. (laughs) Anything else you wanted to say about that? About Walmart? Well, just 2019 in general. No, it was a... It's a crazy, it's a lot of change, but it's a lot of good change. I mean, a lot of what we did here on this podcast happened in 2019. Yeah. Well, about half of it did. Yeah. As far as recording, we started recording it, you know, the middle of 2018. Didn't really release much of it. In fall, in the fall of 2018. um, So that was a lot of change. Being in a new job was a lot of change. Being a head coach instead of assistant coach is a lot of change. um, But it was all good, I think. We we handled it in an admirable way. I think so too. Together. No, I really think I mean I think it and I can like honestly say that it was an enjoy it was like a really enjoyable football season. You know, even being pregnant and having two little kids at a game, um, which can be difficult. Like just honestly, it's just difficult, you know, but I thankfully I had 
family members at most of the games with me. So I like had some help, which was great. And I feel like the boys just did well. And, um, yeah, like I, I think something else that like we did well this year too, was just letting go of like maybe more so for me, the things that would like cause me anxiety like maybe schedule wise. Yeah. High school, like, high school is way different schedule wise yeah. as far as like, you just have to start practice so much later. So you don't get home till so much later. And I think it's, it was an unexpected thing for us to yeah. think that it was even at the college level, there was, yeah, I was probably not probably, I was doing more hours, but there were certain days when I would get home earlier. Whereas in high school, you just, you don't get home before seven thirty. Yeah. You know, when you well, live and you're a little bit far away, away, you know, yeah, which makes a big difference. It just, you know, at, at college, it was two or three days when I get home at six o'clock. Yeah. But that being said, our kids are like, our kids go to bed at, you know, seven o'clock sharp. So I had to like really be a little bit more lenient with bedtime being a little bit later several times and several times a week so that Ben could see the boys. And while Honestly, it was easier for me to just get them in bed early. I could just get them in bed and be done with it. Um, I have a tendency to rile them up a little bit when I come oh home. Oh, gosh. the worst. <laughs> Literally the worst. <laughs> but um, but I think, I feel like I like really grew in the sense of just being okay with that. And, like, we all survived. You know, like, we were, I mean, looking back now, like, can I even remember if we were so much more tired the next day, not really, you know, but I'm, so I'm glad that like, I am glad, like I allowed that experience, you know, and didn't it, my anxiety of, um, just what would happen with that change of bedtime, um, what that would do to us. Like, I'm, I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't let that keep us from experiencing or the kids, you know, experiencing seeing you and stuff. Yeah, which um, was huge for me to be able to see him and not right. Also, be you know, right. Three or yeah, four too. Days like also knowing him. that like that's important for you, too. Um, and I think another one too is like just kind of letting go of if Tate ends up napping or not. More so, probably the past few months um, as he's been a little bit tougher to get down for a nap. But like the sleeping thing is like a very difficult thing for me to be lenient on. Um, I'm kind of like a Nazi about it. And so all that to say is I feel like we've had a lot of fun experiences and we maybe wouldn't have if I was like still being so rigid about napping and letting that, that keeping us from doing things. So, um, and high school, uh, football games go a lot later on Friday nights. <laughs> Yeah, the seven o'clock start time. Oh my gosh, that seven o'clock start time like is significantly <laughs> later than a six thirty college start time. <laughs> or and then, then for some crazy reason, the head coach is always you always have to be the last one there because you have to lock up and stuff. You know, which is not something you think about when you're not a head coach. Yeah, you know, you, yeah, you don't think about those things, and then you think about no, you know, even if you've got some guys around helping you, you really got to be the last one in the building to make sure everyone's out. And, you know, just it's a different, up. yeah, it's a different thing. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of things while, like, we, there were a lot of things that we didn't anticipate or couldn't have anticipated before really going into the summer and then football season with your new job. But I feel like we still did a good job handling all of that change well together. Not perfectly all the time, yeah. but um, given our track record and what this year could have looked like, I feel like we did a pretty good job. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think we did. And um, it's, I think it's all about finding that balance of knowing you're growing and working through things and when things don't go perfect all the time, still knowing you're still growing. I think that's yeah. something that we've always worked through is you know, sometimes life does get busy, even though you're trying to be intentional with each other and trying to work on your marriage. And sometimes, you know, you go a week or two with just getting by because things are busy and, you know, you don't have to slip into this deep depression that you're not moving forward anymore. It just sometimes is life and you just pick up uh, where you left off and you keep moving forward and keep working through things. So 
I think we've done a good job of that. Yeah, absolutely. Just not giving up on working through things, even if it feels like it's at a standstill for a short amount of time because of our current lifestyle or, you know, time of the year. But yeah, like absolutely. Yeah. So um, that's sort of some things that we're thinking through with 10 years and then um, our year. And then we want to talk a little bit about some things that have come up since we've um, released the podcast and some conversations we've had. And uh, first of all, thanks everyone who's listened. It's been um, pretty crazy, I think. We've, we've had a lot of connections from people in the past and even some people from the old church that have listened to it and spoken to us. And mm-hmm. it's been a really cool healing situation, I think, for a lot of us. So yeah. I appreciate everyone for listening. And, um, you know, I haven't lost uh, all my friends or my credibility like I <laughs> thought maybe job, potentially could job, happen. Like so <laughs> we're still moving. We're still moving. <laughs> You know, we're going out on a limb, releasing something else here. People don't think you're as big of a loser as you thought. <laughs> well, they don't at least say it. <laughs> big Carly fans around. But um, but that's been a, a pretty cool situation. And then we've had uh, quite a few um, situations where people have reached out to us where they've been through similar things and just uh, thanked us for um, what we've been through and how it related to what they've been through, even if it's not exactly the same. Like we said, trauma's trauma and relationships are relationships. And so we appreciate those situations. And then, you know, I think the other thing it's done for us is it's allowed us to to mend some bridges with maybe people we hurt along the way and Mm -hmm. gave them some greater perspective of what we were going through, not at all to say it was okay the way that we acted. Mm -hmm. But I think it has allowed some people to have some better perspective maybe on why we said or did some of the things we did. And again, not saying that was okay why we did it, but I think it's, it's, it's provided some healing in certain relationships and allowed some forgiveness. And, um, that's, that's been pretty cool to, to work through and see happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's been helpful too for, um, at least we've been told, this that it's been helpful for other people that have that were in the church with us um maybe their significant other um who was not a part of the church who is now their significant other it's been helpful for them to to just learn the process navigate through everything that we've all we all went through um and help to better support uh you know whether it's their spouse or their friend that they knew that they went through this. Um, and yeah, and I feel like we've, I've heard from people I haven't heard from in so many years <laughs> that, um, you know, or even, even just people that were a part of the church for just a really short amount of time, um, who experienced maybe just a really small piece of it, but didn't know the extent, you know, I think there was a lot of just people were like shocked to see, really how bad it had gotten because they left, you know, really early on. So, um, yeah, I think, again, just like thank you to everybody who has listened and made this possible for us and something that we've, that we wanted to continue and, um, and we've really just enjoyed doing it. And there's still a petition going on if you guys want to sign it on whether we're going to go and hunt down the ex-pastor and, um, you know... (laughs) So, the, the signature level right now is in a measly like ten. So we'll put it out there if, if more people want to sign it. We'll we'll release his name and his photo and where he works, and you know we'll go from there. Because we do so. know where he works. We do we do Instagram stalk him um, sometimes, and in in more funny way now. It's it, there has been so much healing in this set. Well, yeah, we yeah, not like we in don't, a, yeah, we don't. Yeah. No, we just we look him up and we just like. Laugh. Just laugh and make so much fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> and not in ministry, just to ease anyone's mind. If he was in ministry, he's trust not me, in ministry, we would be. No, we would not. We allow. would. We would be at that church doorstep, making sure it doesn't happen. So. Yeah, yeah. He's not in any sort of organized ministry that we know of, um, but he's still carpet mopper. Still, still his right hand man. And uh, along with a couple other people from the old church, which is really kind of hard to see. A lot of 
a couple, one person in particular, one of our close friends, but, um, was one of our close friends. So, um, yes, we do know where he is. Um, Ben's a lot nicer about it, but if you, if you need to know any information, you can for sure DM me. <laughs> Please don't. My, my personal one is at Carly Vise. So you know where to find me. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway. Um, and then, uh, another thing that happened, you want to talk a little bit about the dinner that we had with some families? Yeah, we, um, we, we had, we did a post about this after, um, we went out with two, couples that, um, had reached out to us that we did not know. Um, and they had somehow come across our podcast and, um, had reached out and asked if they could grab dinner with us. And they're, um, they have adult children that are, um, in a similar church situation that we were in, um, and just wanted to take us out ask us questions, um, try to gain some insight. I think, uh, the podcast was, um, I hope really, I mean, they said very helpful for them just in terms of getting some understanding and, um, just how as parents they can, they can do better. And, um, I guess just stay in prayer for their children. Um, and the, th- the other thing they had mentioned is it just gave them hope that someone yeah. got through it. And, yeah. And ho- honestly, that's what we'd hope for a lot of people is that it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be the same situation. Right. There's redemption. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's renewal. There's there's a new thing. There's all these things that, that God still wants to do in our lives. And there's hope. Yeah. Uh, even in the bleakest situations. Yeah. That was, I think, the biggest thing that they got out of our podcast, which is so amazing and so humbling, you know, yeah. um, that it, yeah, it did give, it gives them hope for their own kids in the situation that seems so bleak for them right now. Um, and so it was a pretty cool experience. We had never thought something like that would come yeah. out of it. Um, but yeah, they had reached out to us on Instagram and, and wanted to, um, get together. So we met kind of halfway, um, and grabbed dinner and talked for several hours and um it was awesome it was really awesome just to be able to share more of our story and to have somebody feel impacted by what you've gone through in a positive way and feel like what it just it it not that it makes your experience like feel like it was worth it because <laughs> I'm not there yet but um <laughs> It was awesome just to see how God has used our story to bring hope to someone else um, and what they're experiencing. So I thought that was really awesome. And they gave us some gifts. They gave us um, like a funny, funny gifts. And they gave <laughs> they gave me, um, which mine wasn't funny, but it was all pertaining to the podcast and things that we had talked about. Gave me some uh, Trader Joe's the lavender body scrub, which I talked about was one of my favorite <laughs> items. And they gave Ben a can of man, which. <laughs> and then a Chipotle uh, gift card. It was very nice. Yeah. Chipotle yeah, gift card. Like, so kind. Cause we talked about our, you know, our first date being at Chipotle and all of that. And so, um, yeah, extremely thoughtful. Um, they had also had a quote frames that I just absolutely love for us. It says, one day you will tell your story of how you've overcome what you're going through now, and it will become a part of someone else's survival guide. And I thought that was just the most amazing quote of just what you want, I guess, your hard experiences um, in life to become. You know, you want to be able to share. And I think it, it just shows the importance of sharing your story and what the Lord has brought you through because you never really know who, um, can benefit from it and who, who is affected by it. Definitely. A, just an amazing testimony of life. So that's, that's about all we have, honestly. Um, we don't have a big final four. Sorry. We're running out of juice when it comes to that. Uh, the final four this time can be you guys giving us the final four names for Born, kid that's going to be born in March. 
Okay, so send in your final four. What four names do you want? Because we don't know if it's a boy or a girl. We'll be born in March. Um, Mostly because Ben hates everything I suggest, and he <laughs> he he vetoes everything. Yet he contributes absolutely nothing. So I don't know. Did we talk about how Tate was named? I I feel bad about it, but I don't because Tate is the right name for our youngest child. But we, it was between Tate and Sullivan, and I just didn't like Sullivan, and I would not. I just didn't like it. And Carly wanted it so bad, and I just yeah. It was I, I wanted. I mean, I loved both. I loved both of the. We, I was supposed to say we we loved both the names. <laughs> I loved both the names. I liked Sullivan a little bit more than Tate. And I have to agree, Tate is like totally the right name for him. He is such a yeah, Tate. I mean, he's cheerful. It's just he's great. It's perfect. It's yeah, nice. it is a great, and I'm and I'm happy that we went with that um, because Sullivan feels really kind of like overly Weird. trendy. <laughs> well, because I loved Sully. Um, Sully. <laughs> anyway, so I had just we we didn't we had not decided even till. Like up until he was born. So yeah. he was born. I had just given birth. Okay, let me remind you. I had just given birth. I had like just, that's a big deal. I had just pushed a child out, okay? And it was like hours had passed and it was like, okay, we need to like decide on a name. Like we were those annoying people that were like, name oh, hold t- off on the yeah, birth certificate. Name, don't TBD, have a name yet. Still don't know yet. Like just freaking choose a name, you know? Like you've had 10 months to think about this, if not longer. But we were those annoying people that just couldn't really decide on a name. And I was st- still, even after he was born, I think we were kind of hoping like, Oh, we'll wait till we see him. His name would be like on his forehead or something. (laughs) No, like we'll wait to see him. And I don't know, I don't know why, like that doesn't totally make sense to me. And maybe I haven't like seen a newborn and thought, oh, they are for sure this name and not that, you know? Um, Because I feel like that just comes later as you get to know them. Um, And you realize, oh yeah, that's, you know, that their name is perfect for them or whatever. But needless to say, it didn't come after he was born. And so a couple hours have passed and, you know, I'm kind of thinking like, okay, I just, I just went through labor. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I have terrible back labor. Okay. (laughs) Very, very bad back labor. (laughs) And I had, it was up all night through the night with it before we had gotten to the hospital the next day. So, you know, just having a baby, regardless of how you have a baby, it's tough work. Let's just say that. Okay. (laughs) Um, so I'm thinking like, okay, I think like for sure Ben's going to like give me this. Like he's for sure going to cave and like say like, yeah, like Carly, you're, you're a freaking rock star. Sullivan like should be his name. Like if that's what you really want, you know? And so I'm like, okay, so what are you thinking? Whatever. He's like, yeah, like it's, we for sure just need to do Tate. I'm like, okay, leave. <laughs> Your name is not going on the birth certificate. <laughs> you are not the father. <laughs> I am though. So it I was. Um, it was very. It, and and I honestly was like so wiped out at that point. I'm like whatever. And okay. on drugs, you know whatever. She couldn't think straight. She knew it needed oh my to be gosh. She just I was on drugs. You <laughs> <laughs> talking about? Um, yeah. So painkillers. You know whatever. <sighs> Yeah, I was I was on Advil, so <laughs> I clearly inhibited. Um, so yes, so we went with Tate, and I remember thinking a couple hours after we had decided and like signed the birth certificate and like told my parents and you know told my family or whatever, I had like this deep, deep regret <laughs> of like, oh my gosh, I hate this decision. <laughs> I hate this decision so much. And I felt so like sorrowed, like there's so much sorrow about it (laughs) for just a really short time. And it's funny to look back and think that, but I remember thinking, oh my gosh, like, did we, we chose the wrong name? Like this, this is, and it's for sure all of Ben's fault. (laughs) I can't imagine him being a a Sully because he's such a little tater, but, um, (laughs) but I think that's just how kids are in general. You know, they, they become their name. So all that to say is I have a couple names that I like that Ben hates and I just keep reminding him, okay, remember I gave you Tate. Remember I gave you Tate. And he 
doesn't seem to be going for it still. So, um, anyways, we don't necessarily need name suggestions. I need more advice on how to convince my husband to like a name that I like. <laughs> oh, gosh, it's so hard. And we're not necessarily wanting to go with the T name, the theme. That was not our intention. Um, you know, so everybody asks that, like, oh, are you, you know, is it going to be a T name? It's like, well, it doesn't have to be. That wasn't our intention initially naming our kids. Because yeah. my siblings have like a C theme and then my cousin has a J theme. So, um, yeah, that wasn't our, that wasn't our initial, um, thought. So anyways, I'm for <laughs> sure going to win this one. I can't wait <laughs> to tell you all after the baby's born. <laughs> if it's we'll a boy, do, we we'll have a girl name set. We'll do a podcast in the, uh, delivery room. Live coming at you live <laughs> name choice. <laughs> that won't happen. No. Um, I will not. But I, I can't wait to tell you guys that I win because it's going to be so great. <laughs> Other than that, I uh, really appreciate everybody for listening and bearing with us and um, hopefully enjoying at least a little piece of our lives and what we've been through. And um, feel free to, to fire over comments or suggestions or questions. And, you know, we're not against doing some stuff in the future, but. Because yeah, we really do love doing this. Um, I think we just need some sort of direction on the next steps if, if we are to continue doing some episodes. So, um, direction as in like things that you guys want to hear or, um, I don't know, whatever that looks like. I think we're not really sure. So, um, like Ben said, if you have suggestions or thoughts, um, let us know. We'd love to know. And not opposed to doing another final four episode because we do love those. We just didn't <laughs> well, have that's probably space my to... biggest my biggest surprise from our thing is some <laughs> there's a few people that said, Yeah, we just skipped through the episode to listen to Final Four. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I I didn't think that would be the case, but I'm glad you know you at least enjoy the Final Four. You know nothing about our story, but I'm glad you at least. I think people you know, know more about us from the Final Four than <laughs> But I thought that was really funny, and yeah, I'm glad really I'm funny. glad people enjoy that. So that's funny. Well, so for now, goodbye. Twenty. <laughs> um, happy twenty twenty, and uh, I'm sure we will see you again soon. Please subscribe or leave a comment. And if you have questions or want to open up a discussion, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Biography. See you next time.